Hey guys, and welcome back to another edition of the Gamma Ray Podcast. I got Tim and Justin. How's it going, baby? Everybody? What's up? All right, guys, and I'm Tim. And this week, man, we're actually getting into something that we really haven't done but once. Uh, we're getting into the world of the true crime kind of stuff. So yeah. definitely a break <clears throat> from our norm with this one. Yeah, man, like these, Kinda. especially these ones. It's not too far off. No, but like the true crime ones, man, they're a bit of a trip to, to really look into. Yeah, I can imagine, it's, dude, because it's like all shit that really happened. Yeah, there's ain't no conspiracy. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's like no monster, like mythical monsters or anything like that. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just feel like murders are a little easier to handle when it's like, you know, some creature with a fucking, you know, snake face. Yeah. And, and like eagle wings doing it. You know, it's just easier to swallow <laughs> for some reason. I don't know why. Well, I mean, you know, you don't want to think that humans would be this horrendous to each other. Yeah. And this one is pretty nuts, man. So, th- yeah, this week, y'all, we're, we're talking about the Velisca axe murders. And this is a pretty fucking brutal story. I'm yeah, going to be honest. Is, yeah, this is straight horror movie brutal. Yeah. And it like really, especially if you're like, like us, you know, we're all parents. You know what I mean? So it's doubly so i think kind of hard um, to swallow you know what i mean yeah this is hard all right so Let's like see everything yeah i mean like the story man was like when this happened you know this is not really the world i mean jack the ripper wasn't like too far from this you know what i mean but that was in a different country yeah you know what i mean so it was like no big deal because it's happening over a fucking ocean you know what i mean so you don't really think about it a whole lot but the, the titanic had just sunk you know what i mean a couple months before that before all this happened and this story was so gruesome and like just like just shocking you know what i mean like sensational yeah that it actually was the only thing since (sighs) since the sinking of the titanic to have taken it off the front page of newspapers like that's how bad it was yeah i mean that's a pretty impressive feat on its own like yeah that that something (laughs) that big being taken off the front page news yeah you know, you guys, you know, you got to think too, man. Like, you know, this is fucking nineteen twelve, bro. Like, shit like that just didn't happen. Yeah. You know, like, like today, by today's standards, it, you know, you're like, oh yeah, somebody killed somebody with an axe. Yeah. But you know, back in nineteen twelve, man, where people literally did not lock their doors. Yeah. Like that was like for especially real, especially because this was like a small town too. This wasn't New York City, or L.A., or anything like that. Yeah, it's literally the middle of nowhere. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it's, it's in the it's middle of, of fucking nowhere. Towns. Yeah, There's it's where like Children of the Corn took place. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, that's much, how actually. fucking remote this place is. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's nothing out there, dude. Besides the one that walks behind the rose. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, he's the only guy hanging out. <laughs> he wants out you over. too, Malachi. Yeah, it's the only fucking guy <laughs> hanging out there. So, <laughs> like, I mean, the, the town that the, the murders <laughs> took in is is like the namesake of the episode, right? It took in Villisca, Iowa. So, Iowa, right? Yep. The most dangerous thing to come out of Iowa is slip knot. Slip knot. <laughs> I just thought the same thing, man. That's the only fucking thing I never they knew. Where they, I, didn't, I never knew they, came, they were from. There. They have an album called Iowa. Yeah, that's yeah, that's their album. Oh, do they? Yeah, they do. And so the like we were kind of mentioning the events took place on the night of June 9th, 1912, and into the morning of June tenth. You know, what I mean, nineteen twelve. It wasn't like a week long thing. You know what I mean? So it, it only took him a night. Yeah. So he took you his know? time. He did take his time and I mean, considering. Yeah. And so it was six members of the Moore family. That's that's who lived in the home and two neighbor girls that they invited over for a sleepover. You know what I mean? Your normal kind of thing to do. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you got they had some girls around the same age and they had a sleepover. You know what I mean? Like even back then, it was kind of a thing. And I mean, but they, man, they were like, they were victims of brutality, dude. That, that it's, it's hard to describe. Like, it's not hard to describe in words, but it's like hard to describe just because of like how fucking insane it was. You know what I mean? Like, that's what makes it hard to describe. I mean, it's not like I don't have the vocabulary to do it. <laughs> I'm not entirely <laughs> sure if you, you know, I could. I'm that good. But well, yeah, it's, it's just the pure viciousness. <laughs> dude, it was, it's fucking insane. That's what I'm saying. Just the pure viciousness that he dispatched these people with. Man. Yeah. And I mean, it, it, dude, it, it's, I can't imagine being in that mindset. You know what I mean? Where like, even if you did it once, you're like, no, nah, I'm going to go do the whole family. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's got to be like, I mean, you got to be like legit fucking nuts. Or, or that's just pure fucking hatred. That and pretty, pretty damn skilled. 
with an axe. Yeah. Considering, Not like, you know, yeah, he Abraham took out Lincoln's this many people. Killer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know who's like, not a suspect? You know, everybody was a suspected thing except for the one guy I think should have been a suspect, Paul Bunyan. Where the fuck was he? <laughs> yeah, all yeah, yeah, where the fuck was he? <laughs> I feel person. like this is where Paul Bunyan would live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. everywhere and shit. I mean, that seems like a logical place. For yeah, a, a jack with a big blue fucking, was it an ox? Yeah, an blue ox. ox. Yeah, 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 babe. Yeah. It seemed like he was able to kill everybody in his house. With none of them waking up, with none of the neighbors hearing any screams. You know what's funny, man? Like, this kind of reminds me of, like, the shit with the Amityville. You know, where, dude, that's the first thing that popped yeah. in my mind. You know also. what I mean? Where, like, everybody was on their stomach, and it was a fucking, like, nobody heard anything, even the other people in the house. Well, I mean, at least they were shot with an incredibly loud you know, gun. But yeah, it's super loud, like, I mean, eardrum blowing. Yeah, wow. it was a rifle. Like, and nobody yeah. heard that. Well, that rifle's yeah. known to be, like, very loud. Very loud. Too. Yeah. Yeah. It was known for that. So this is kind of like kind of parallels that a little bit. I mean, in, in a way, it wasn't a family member allegedly that did it, but still, you know, I mean, the idea behind this is pretty much the same. So like every victim had severe head wounds from being struck in the head repeatedly with an axe. And from it was from an unknown assailant, so nobody knows who it was that hid in the Moore family home in the attic, actually, while they attended church. And then he waited for the members to get home and then go to sleep for the night. You know what I mean? It shows he, premeditation too. It wasn't like he broke into the house. Yeah. And, yeah. He didn't know, break in. He rob picked him. up the first item he could see. And it was his ax too. It was the, it was the yeah. father of the house of the more. It was a weapon axe. of convenience. Yeah. It was just there. He killed him yeah, with. For sure. Yeah. It was just there. Back then every house had an ax, man. You know what I mean? Like it was all. Yeah. They heated by wood. You know Lizzie I mean? Borden had yeah. an ax. Yeah. <laughs> And look what she did with it. Yeah. <laughs> Again, around the same time. It just seemed yeah. like axes were the way to go. <laughs> there was something about it. Maybe it's just, it's just it's like the sheer fucking devastation of when hitting somebody with an axe. It seems like the go-to. Well, you know, it's it's, it's kind of like with the with the whole Amityville point, man. Hmm. Like, okay, I understand it's an axe, but like, you know, I'm sure some of these people were probably sleeping in the same room together. You know, they not hear. Did they? Did they not hear somebody else? You know, actually, a lot of them. I think the parents were, Mm -hmm. and the two, the the two um, neighborhood girls were in a room, and I think yeah, they were in a guest. Brothers were too. They were in a guest. It was a. It's a tiny (laughs) ass house. Yeah, yeah, it ain't that big. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not like it was like a regular house. I mean, he was doing five hundred square feet. You know what I mean? Several times with multiple people in the room. Yeah, I mean, so it, it's insane that nobody heard anything, even like the grunts and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, like nobody, yeah, nobody heard think. it. So the members of the family included, so the parents, obviously, right? Josiah, who was 43, and Sarah, his wife, who was 39. They had four kids. Uh, the oldest was Herman, who was 11. They had Mary Catherine, who was 10. Arthur, who was seven. And Paul, man, God, who was only five. Yes. You know what I mean? He was the youngest. Yeah, he was the youngest. And like the weird thing is too, like a lot of people reported is that it was, it, it was strange that this family had seemed to have been targeted. You know what I mean? Cause it seemed like that kind of murder seems like they were picked out. Well, it kind of seems like it was. It, it's it's yeah. like personal. It felt, yeah. It, it really gives that. It, like it was meant to be like a hit essentially, you know, man, you know, yeah. but it's like, dude, if you got a beef with the dad, you're going to yeah. fucking take out the children. Like that's just, unnecessary That's just such a dick move yeah man well see you don't want you know, <laughs> a dick move <laughs> <laughs> indigo well, I mean... montoya coming over oh my god <laughs> my name is indigo montoya you yeah. killed my father prepared to you, yeah did you hear about that family annihilator that guy's a fucking dick <laughs> it kind of is man it's like dude, yeah if you got beef with the dad to take it up with the dad man worst case scenario you know smoke the mom too but I mean, Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, yeah it's where were you in 1912? Were you in Iowa in 1912? <laughs> <laughs> <Old> motherfucker. <laughs> so he's like, speaking of he's speaking of his regrets from what he what he did. Yeah, he's yeah, he's he's got survivor's guilt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like the, the like I said, so that like it felt like they were targeted, and it was strange because the family, you know, well, not like super well to do or anything, but they were well liked. You know what I mean? And like well known, well respected in the Villisca community. You know what I mean? So they didn't have like enemies. 
You know what I mean? Like yeah. enemies, like they didn't really do anything that would cause somebody to hate them this much. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was it was on June 9th, too, is when Mary Moore invited uh Lena Stillinger, who was 12, and Ina May Stillinger, who was eight, um, to spend the night at the house. You know what I mean? Like again, they just had regular sleepovers, like normal girls around the same age do. Yeah. You know, yep. so it that those were the other two of the eight. You know what I mean? So the six was the family. The two were the neighbor girls. And, you I know, mean, it's just, it just horrible, you know, man. And they were found in a guest room, you know. And it, and it looked to them like Lena had put up a fight because she had, like, defensive wounds okay. and shit like that. Especially, so I guess not everybody slept through it, but, yeah, she tried yeah. to, like, fight fight it off. Yeah, especially, too. Originally, they were thinking it was, like, a sexual motivation. Because well, her it looked like yeah, it looked like up it. over her waist. Yeah, it, it looked that way. Like to the cops, you know, it made it look like that was part of it. I don't think they were able ever able to prove that's what happened, but she definitely yeah, that's what they were thinking. tried to scrap with the dude, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and that's like she, was, she would have been the only one to have woken up. I mean, that dude was there for one purpose, man. Murder. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh he yeah. He was there to kill everybody. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, I mean, dude, you gotta be one pissed off dude to take out, you know, an entire bloodline. Dude. I don't know, I mean, man. Who hasn't I, taken out a bloodline against your enemies? I mean, not recently. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, so it's kind of hitting me hard right now. Me. But you know, I've taken out a few families in my time. I mean, I'm on that cool down phase. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> taking a wait for that rage to build sabbatical. Back up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The show's been helping me. Hey, it keeps me busy. It's cathartic, man. It's therapeutic. <laughs> Jesus That's Christ. I think we should probably move on before we break some sort of law. Like, yeah. I feel like we're on the brink of breaking some sort of law. Well, on June, <laughs> fair enough, man. So on, on June 10th, you know, 1912, the Moors, the Moors' neighbor, a lady by the name of uh, Mary Peckham, okay, had noticed that they had not come out to do their daily chores and started becoming concerned. Now, this this is a fucking time period. She's like, wait, yeah, that's definitely a time period specific issue. Yeah, like, for like, sure. Like these motherfuckers ain't chopping you know wood, they ain't milking cows. Yeah, like, you know something up because they're not doing their chores. Yeah, the this lady if I literally didn't run out of food. But, my, I'd never leave my house. You, yeah, <laughs> I mean, like if I didn't have to go to work, you wouldn't ever see me again. Right. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And like the thing too, like the lady was like really worried about it because she went and let out their chickens. Yep. Because you know, you're supposed to take chickens for a walk or something. I guess I don't. I don't know much about chickens. No, they're just all in their coop. Is know, there like a leash law for, <laughs> for chickens? Probably back then, dude. It was just like cows were walking the streets. <laughs> just like walking the streets, like in gangs. Like what are you talking about? <laughs> the chickens were roaming. You know, is you know, is that how the whole Chick Fil A beef got started? Oh my Hell god, yeah, dude. dude! You never saw that documentary? <laughs> the great beef and chicken. Cow and chicken wars. Well, I do know in 1912, oh. cows ran most of the major cities. <laughs> yeah, and they were constantly, you know, putting it's down the chicken. Let's get chicken cow war. Yeah, <laughs> that's oh, where it all yeah. started, man. <laughs> Over misunderstanding, too. You know? <laughs> but she went up to the Moore's Moore's front door and knocked. And when she didn't get when she didn't get any answer, she tried to open the door. Which I feel like is a little forward of a neighbor. Yeah, but then even back then, hey, yeah. What if you're taking a dump? And you yeah, lock the door. Yeah, but you don't want nobody else to come you, in. You have six people in the house. Yeah, Someone, I guess that's true. Back then, you would have been. You probably would have told your neighbor, "Hey, you know, I'm taking the family on a vacation." You know. Yeah, that that's true. I, yeah. Okay. I don't even think they had phones yet, did they? Like, legitimately, did they have phones? And probably I not. Learn? I wouldn't think. I wouldn't think widespread in, um, uh, right. Iowa. But, you know, again, another strange part was doors locked. I don't think they have any technology in Iowa in 1912. <laughs> I don't think they still have any technology. In yeah, like it's like a, it's a recurring issue. <laughs> <laughs> but when she discovered that, you know, the door was locked, she, she started to get really concerned and worried about him. So she contacted Josiah's brother, a man by uh, Ross Moore, to come over and, you know, appraise the situation, see if he can't check in on him 
And Ross was able to open the door because he had a copy of the house key that his brother had given him. Mm. So pretty much I, he, he opened that door and he r- ran across the two bodies of the Stillinger sisters almost immediately. Yeah, and it's kind of his own fault. That key he gave him did say do not copy on it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he broke the law right away. Yeah. So it's, it's Roman locksmiths yeah. <laughs> taking people out for copying keys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was their turf. All know? these years, all these years later. What, no, do you actually, even need, what do you even need keys for your door for? Nobody locked them fucking things anyways, apparently. Yeah, I was thinking a small town story like you hear about these time periods, like, you don't even have to lock your doors. Yeah. It's like, well, what the fuck you got keys for then? In a small town like this where everybody fucking knows everybody. Yeah. I mean, you have, like, that, that town hoodlum. Everyone knows to keep an eye out for that kind of, you know. He's got, like, a pack of cigarettes rolled up in his sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Grease his hair back. Yeah, he's the one bad guy. <laughs> he looks well, like he's from the fucking outsiders. <laughs> <laughs> Drink, drinking moonshine. Well, once he ran into, once he saw the Stillinger sisters, immediately he was yelling, you know, call the local law enforcement officer. This dude, um, Henry, you know, they, they called him Hank Horton. And when Horton arrived and began, you know, he, when he st- got into the house, that's when he found the rest of the Moore family. Dude, but just think about this. Think yeah. about, you know, you first walking in that door and you look down and that's the first thing you see. Dude, that fucking pit in your stomach. Oh, my God, dude. I can't imagine it. Like, I mean, all kidding just, aside, dude, it must have been the, like the, the dude, worst thing ever. That's what I'm saying. The images were. Especially the most- because in this kind of town, he knew them. He knew those little girls. He yep. knew the Morris family. And not he was that, their brother. He was his brother's house. Him. It's yeah, his brother's, brother's house. house. So oh, I, see, I thought you were girls. talking about the police officer. No, 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 <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, got caught a nap afterwards, and especially the house being fucking dead quiet, man. Like, bro, that's got that had to be such a sick feeling. That's a sweet pun you laid on us right there, too. Yeah, dead quiet. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, along with the you know the already discovered bodies, like I said, they were all bludgeoned death, and the axe that we have already stated, right? It was Josiah's. Right. They, they, they found in the guest rooms where the, the sisters were staying that night. The Stillinger sisters? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, this, you know, it points to the whole weapon of convenience. He right, broke yeah, in I was going to say not the having, of convenience. Yeah. He, yeah. he broke into their house not having a weapon. It's not like they had fingerprint that. analysis and shit. Yeah, they didn't have no DNA. They didn't have to worry about that type of shit. No. So, no, I mean, why I mean, not just yeah, he grab left it there? I mean, that way, you know, when you're done and you bounce, you know, you ain't walking down the fucking street with a blood soaked axe. Yeah. I mean, while that's a gnarly image, <laughs> it's not going to help you get away with murder, with crimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially in a fucking small town like that. Yeah. See, man, like this is what's kind of got me going, huh? You know, because in a small town like that, man, fuck, everybody knows everybody, bro. Mm-hmm. We all go to the same stores, the same churches. Like, well, see, I would the, think that if it was somebody from outside, do you not think this person would have been noticed? Well, see, this town was on the rail, the rail line, oh, railroad line. Okay, I mm. didn't know that. Yeah. So they did have transients kind of coming and going. Well, I mean, that's how old Henry Lee Lucas done his gig. Yeah. Well, that's why anytime you see a hobo carrying like one of those like things. A hobo. Like with the stick and the thing, you know, it's inside <laughs> that stick bag. With a bandana, it's really an axe. You got to take it just hiding it with the bandana, thinking it's yeah, uh, it's like beans and crackers, <laughs> cans of sardines and shit. <laughs> but you know, when the doctors were brought in to the case, you know, to start checking in on them, they came to believe that they ha- the murders happened between midnight and five a.m. So that kind of gives them a, a time. So frame. it means this dude. Yeah, he broke into their house well before this. 
because you know they didn't go to bed at midnight. That's when he decided to come to, mm-hmm. to get them, essentially. Well, that's when they were like a deep sleep, you know. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I think at they, that they point, discovered you know, that there was then. two spent cigarettes in in the attic, so he was up there for a while, mm-hmm. chilling, just waiting. Wait, yeah, just waiting on him. Dude, what's fucking going through your head? You know, while you're sitting in a fucking attic. For hours. Yeah, just hours on end, just waiting to commit. It like never. Eight fucking murders. Apparently never crossed his mind to not fucking do it. No. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, at any at any given time, you could have just said, you know what? This is fucking nuts. I'm out of here. Yeah. And then stole whatever you wanted because that's how you know. This this was straight about murder, bro. Because yeah, well, you know what I mean. The thing is, too, is that they had like, with when they showed up to the crime scene and stuff, like all the windows were had like sheets over them and stuff, and anything with like a reflective like mirror or anything like that was covered. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, yeah, the dude. I mean, there had been people who looked into this case, yeah, and and was like, the person that would have done it would have been like ashamed of what they did mm-hmm. so they would cover all the mirrors so they wouldn't have to look themselves in the you know in the face oh yeah but you still got to fucking live with yourself yeah yeah but that kind of points to the whole you know it's a serial killer not yeah yeah they're not I mean, too either concerned. way you still got to live with it bro and mm-hmm. that's you know and this is running through your mind yeah i don't know i mean i, I would assume 24 hours a fucking day for the rest of your life yeah i mean it's not like you're not going to fucking see what you did Right, you know, be like, you know, all of a sudden now you're like, I, I look in the mirror and oh, now I'm a fucking psycho. Yeah, no, no you yeah, were a psycho see, but then when it you would were be, swinging that axe. That would kind of be like um, you were a psycho when you were waiting in a fucking attic for hours, yeah. like for Richard Ramirez kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, where it's or even like Dahmer and all them. I didn't really regret it in a way. No, they couldn't help it. Yeah, it was a compulsion. Yeah. yeah, maybe that's what this was. And at the time, you know, back then they didn't really understand the whole serial killer concept. No, because like that was a big part of it, which we're about to get into, actually. Yep. What about the whole serial killer concept? Yeah, yeah, it, it, it was it was out there. Well, I mean, you know, apparently they had no shortage of potential suspects. I mean, some early theories even include a potential serial killer, which, yeah. you know, we just touched on. Yeah. And, and had committed the acts due to a number of similar murders taking place over the years of, you know, between 1911 and ending in basically June yeah. of 1912. With the murders. And this, is, and yeah, this was which, like I mean, the, the one theory that a lot of, like some of the um, detectives who are looking into this, even nowadays, were still holding on to. Yeah. The, the the murders they happened in like Washington State, like Colorado, something like that. I think Kansas, there was one. Well, they happened everywhere, like not everywhere, but you know, across the country. And it was the same thing. Mirrors oh, were I mean, covered, windows yeah. were covered. It was always a weapon of convenience. So he never brought in yeah. his right. own weapon. Right. I, mean, I, I don't know and, the exact year, man, but don't this kind of sound like the whole Axe murder of New Orleans kind of thing going on too. I mean, I, know I think that, that was, was around this time. That's what I'm saying. I know that was yeah. around what the 1920s. You it know, wasn't I mean? lo- so, it wasn't long. So did he just do his thing and move on? Well, see, that's what they were thinking too. That's why they never could find him. And it took, especially communication wasn't that good. There was no centralized computer system. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, so by, by the time they were hearing about all this, this dude could have easily gotten on a train, bounced. Three then, states away, did the whole thing, because whoever was doing these the serial killing was prolific. Like he was fucking yeah, active. He was fucking good at his job. So like the nineteen, like the it was in 1917, 1918 is when the New Orleans uh, axe murder stuff happened. See, so I mean, what, still five within, years after this. Yeah, I mean, it's not like it's it right like within the time period. period. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and that guy's like, never uh, fucking that dude's never been caught either. Yeah, no, like the the dude that they were they were trying to find. Depending on the serial killing, <clears throat> what he would do is he'd break into the house, kill the whole family, and then immediately, like that night, break into another house and try to kill a whole another family. Yeah. The only thing was was that like 
That's it. What do they call that? The berserk berserker mode? Berserker. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. see, the thing it was is that like, like bloodlust. A few yeah. people actually caught him breaking into the house. They never could get a, a positive identification on him. Yeah. But if you were awake and he, you know, he saw that you saw him, he'd run. Oh, yeah, because that just shows you the fucking coward. Yeah. Coward that he, he truly was. He mm-hmm. would attempt to break into several houses before hmm. the night was over. I mean, it's it seemed like a lot of these houses you just walk right in. I don't know if he had to even break <laughs> I know, in. right? You just be like fucking mosey on in, fucking do whatever the fuck you want and bounce, and nobody would ever fucking. I mean, see it's it. 1912. I assume a lot of houses don't even have doors. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> it's, I, I just imagine it's like those swing doors, like in a saloon. Like in a saloon. <laughs> <laughs> you know? They bring the animals in the living room in the fucking winter. Yeah, maybe maybe I'm not so good with time, but I, I mean, that's what I feel like is happening. <laughs> I don't think he's breaking into a whole lot of these. Well, I mean, you know, dude, like the whole serial killer thing kind of, I don't know, I think it like evaporated pretty quick because all of a sudden now the police had, you know, they come up with this list of suspects. Well, which what I, guess I think is what they need to do. Well, you always got to, yeah, come up with, you know what I mean? Be like, yeah, you narrow it down. With, yeah, you, you know got to narrow, you got to narrow it down somehow, you know? But like, I think, I feel like that the serial killer angle was like too much work or something. You know what I mean? Because I know they did yeah. work, like Velisca did work with some of the other police departments and shit but i don't i just don't know either well, they, they, they kind of do it or or they just no, the trail ran cold oh is that what it was oh, that what it was yeah they um well i mean you know it's pretty hard to they, they had the same mo from all these killings but they couldn't find any like, hard evidence to attach somebody to just, them, yeah right? to one certain person so they, once that went away they 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 started looking in on the people of the the town well, yeah, because, I mean, you know, like they say, a lot of murder, like, especially these kind of murders where this was just brutal beyond yeah. mm-hmm. said personal, that it's always personal, man, when it's that bad. And I mean, see, this is what I love, too, bro. Like one of the main suspects was a dude, Reverend George Kelly. And he was eventually I mean, he was tried for the murders <clears throat> twice. And one ended in acquittal and the other ended in a hung jury. And he was never fully charged again, or I mean, and he never served any jail time. I mean, that's fucking nuts, dude. Back then, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, you're here for fucking seven to eight fucking murders." Mm-hmm. Um, just promise you'll show up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he was, he showed up. He just that's didn't. what I'm saying. Just like promise you showed up, even though you're yeah. up for eight brutal murders. Well, I think he was also like like a peeping tom. Too. Yep. Yeah, he was. He already he was had that. stuff on him. Yeah, he wasn't like. You know, like fucking Jesse Jackson. He wasn't that kind of reverend. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he wasn't like that cool of a guy. Yeah, yeah he was he a pretty shitty up, dude. Yeah, he ended up becoming like a major. Mm-hmm. A lot of people in the town figured he did it because. Well, he wasn't from there. He was like a traveling no. reverend. Yeah, yeah. He he came in for the day. Yeah, he was oh, like a guest, essentially like a drifter guest speaker. Oh, really? Yeah, kind yeah. He like wasn't snake, from Ballista. Snake oil salesman just kind of rolling through town. No, no. He was an uh, actual uh, reverend. Yeah, he, he was, was an a real actual reverend. reverend. But what he would do is he'd travel the country mm-hmm. and guest preach at yeah. churches. Yeah, like a special guest this week, yeah. this guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. This fucking Irishman. You know what I mean? Like this guy. Well, you know what they needed to do was fucking, you know, check the other towns this fucking dude's been in. How? How do you how do you do that? Yeah, true. I mean, really. It's not like well, yeah, I mean, it ain't like ATM fucking mm. you you're tracking gas and you can't triangulate. Like yeah, fucking <laughs> like horse locations. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's not like a cell tower <laughs> around. You know no, I mean, but, I mean he, but part of the reason was was that he was already convicted for sending mm. like um, lewd letters and shit, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. or like phone. It might have been phone calls even. Yeah, and like he was caught peeping in on like girls and all that, like yeah. girls, not women. Yeah, yeah. So he was a fucking creep to begin yeah. with. And that's probably and why he was bounced, traveling. And he left mm-hmm. the Preacher. day after it happened, like the first train that morning. He was gone. Yeah, well, I mean that's a little mm-hmm. fucking suspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but again, yeah, that's kind of what he does. You but know the what I mean? Body start piling up, and well, all see, of a sudden the, you're the like, whole yeah, reason he became um, the whole reason he became a suspect was that he was telling people on the train about what happened to the Morris family. And how would he know? Yeah, exactly. How would he know if he didn't, if he wasn't there? I mean, I'm sure it wasn't, you know, when they first found out it wasn't front page news, 
You know what I mean? I'm sure I had to wait. Well, to no, get this around. is day of. This is day that's of. That's what I'm saying. The day of. How the yeah. fuck did he know the day of? Yeah, that's what made him a suspect because he was talking about how how that poor family was c- killed last night. And maybe he was a psychic. Was like, <laughs> God told him. Maybe he was a psychic. Yeah. Or maybe he did it. <laughs> I mean, one of those two yeah. things. <laughs> I mean, There's another dude, too, bro. Frank Jones, Frank F. Jones, excuse me. And he was an Iowa State senator and a successful businessman. Now, he, he right there has the biggest problem with Josiah. Yeah, they had like a, a pretty, he had like a successful um, hardware, like store. hardware store. Josiah left, started his own. Yeah, J- and Josiah, Josiah worked for him. Yeah, and Josiah like took the contract for like John Deere. Yep. Like with him. A high back then. Yeah, it was a big John deal. Deere's a big Contact. deal. It's, John Contact. Deere's a big deal now. Yeah. So like yeah. even then though, yeah, you know I mean, so like, they had years. crippled that guy's business, you know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, John Deere. Something too, like I could make you or break you, bro. Josiah like slept with his wife or his wife's sister. <laughs> they never proved they never proved that though. Yeah, but uh, there was yeah, they had some serious beef going on between the two of them. Well, yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and say, you know, well, Frankie boy might be a good, you know, mm. possible suspect for this. I mean. Yeah, but after this, I mean, the rumor might be, but you know, he nine gets, out of ten he, times, shit like, like he, that. Uh, rumors are true. As a, as a senator, couldn't you just pardon yourself? You know what I mean? No. <laughs> just like, a- but I I do think that he never actually <laughs> wins election again. After I this. am not charging myself with these crimes. You know what I mean? Like, you're good. I'm good. This is fake news. Yeah, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> well, no, but like I I think he lost. Um, he lost after that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Even I, just yeah, being like, accused just was just enough. From, just from the accusations. Yeah. Yep. Well, you know, I kind of get it. You know what I mean? It's like, well, we're going to elect a dude that's fucking, no. you know, suspected. Yeah, but think about it, man. He's a man. Axe murderer. He's yeah. a man of action. Right. <laughs> you want something done, he does it. You got to take matters yeah. in your own hands. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he gets his hands dirty. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, we it's so we can more, relate closer to the working man. You yeah. know what I mean? That's what it is. Well, I mean, but dude, you know, there's a story going around that says, you know, he hired like he hired this dude Williams Man William Mansfield, mm. which supposedly is, hired by the senator yeah. to kill the Moore family due to a business dispute, which yeah. goes right which back to the John Deere thing. Yeah. Williams yeah, Mansfield was the one man investigators were believing was the serial killer. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they so believe like, he like like he like he, he he was being accused of like other. Of the other ones, crimes that we were talking about a ago. Yeah, yeah, the other yeah, ones. Like that were he similar. was the one person who they believed was had done it because he had been in a lot of the towns that the murders took place in. Well, I mean, that sounds, was in the town know. around the time that happened. That it happened. So he was the like Frank Jones and Reverend Kelly were the two main ones, mm-hmm. and, but they couldn't prove that Williams Mansfield did it. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm sure there wasn't like a, a text trail or a fucking email. You know no. what I mean? No. I mean, actually, probably you gotta give him credit for even transaction for even being able to connect all these murders. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for it's how they call Bundy, dude. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they found, they proved he was here. They proved he was here. They proved he was here. You know what I mean? I mean, eventually, you think you know this, especially back then, bro. Did they really need proof of guilt? I mean, they fucking said you did. I mean, it'd be nice. Yeah. yeah well, man. see, I but the thing nice. is, is that like you got a reverend, so you, you have a supposed man of God, mm-hmm. a senator. You have another, yeah, yeah a, a senator, senator who's re- well respected in the community, and a potential and a tri- serial killer, and a potential serial <laughs> killer. But you you can't prove the connection, the connection to him. And they all walk into a bar. Yep. So a re- yeah. So a senator, a reverend, and a serial killer. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, man! Yeah, a reverend, a senator, and a serial killer walk into a bar. Yeah, you know what I mean? it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's like <laughs> that, that's the problem. Two out of the three of them, especially in the time period, you wouldn't think a reverend, a reverend would be would, would be capable of that. You wouldn't think a senator right. would do something like that. Well, I mean, this mm-hmm. reverend had to be pretty fucking dirty. I mean, he was you know, a dirty. Bro, fucker. I mean, I mean, he yeah, had to be filthy, he was. bro. I mean, for them to even. Yeah, like know about he did shit like he did. Yeah, he was a dirty motherfucker. Because the stories of him, like I said, sending, I mean, not sending, telling people about the murders. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With that almost instantly got back to Valeska. 
I mean, even back then, bro, you, you had to be a fucking major scumbag mm-hmm. for people to hear about you other places in 19 fucking 12. Yeah. I mean, what they do, telegraph it? I mean, fucking Pony Express letters? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, what the fuck, bro? You know what I mean? You had to be a fucking class A scumbag. Like smoke signals or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Pony Express, man. Yeah. But there was another dude, man, that was, was- kind of... I think it was Doc Brown. He, he wrote a letter about it and then dated it for this, the exact day for June 10th, yeah. 1912. They just didn't listen to him. Uh-huh. And had Wells Fargo deliver the letter. Yeah. Well, they had a, a bet if somebody was yeah. actually going to be there or not. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but there's another dude, too, man. Lee Van Gilder, um, which was Sarah's former brother-in-law. and was previously married to Mary, Sarah's right. sister. Okay. And, you know, and like this dude, you know, he was a fucking scumbag, dude. He, yeah. You know, he was a domestic abuse. You know, I mean, he was a violent man and had many run-ins with the law over the years. Right. But I mean, you know, sometime later, you know, Van Gilder was cleared of any suspicion. It was yeah. Well, he had like was never uh, brought to trial. Yeah. Had, yeah. They suspected him of it, but he had like a rock hard alibi. <laughs> rock solid. Sorry. <laughs> But still, he sure. did have. Sure, it, it, it'd be nice if you didn't have a, a huge boner while I'm asking about your family's, <laughs> yeah. your former family-in-law's murders. Yeah, but he had like a solid alibi with multiple witnesses stating he wasn't he wasn't there. I'm just gonna continue on like I didn't say anything. Right. <laughs> I think I think that's kind of right best. over that. I think that's best for everyone. Yeah, you know, man. Honestly, if I didn't see Tim start to lean back and laugh, I would have rolled right on with that. I would not have noticed. <laughs> I said what I said. I could do, it hit me like a ton of bricks. What are you talking about? I was just going. Yeah. I was just going, and then I just start seeing you lean back like real slow. Like, I couldn't <laughs> believe my God fucking ears. Like, yo, that, deputy, like, yo, that deputy <laughs> must have been like, yo, Sheriff, this fucking dude's got a boner, man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, like, like, he's... He's into this. We might want to talk to this guy. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, basically it goes back, you know, it, like what comes, I guess it all comes full circle. Right. You know, because it basically went back to the prime suspect, the Reverend George Kelly. Right. And again, man, he was tried twice for the murders, bro. And never ended in a conviction, even though on the 31st of August in 1917, he gave a confession to the authorities admitting that he had in fact committed the murders. Jesus. At the Moore residence and was ordered by God to quote suffer the children to come unto me on uh you know unquote yeah I unquote. mean but I mean but this too was like he gave a confession and then redacted it late later yeah well yeah I mean you know I'm like at that point I mean not only that dude so not only did you confess to it but you had like an elaborate reason and then you're like, no, never mind. Yeah. It's like he started the yeah, he was gonna like let everything go either way. Well, I mean, I mean like maybe for the rest of my life. Maybe for that, you know, for that split fucking second. He was gonna go to jail for the rest of his life. Like, yeah. you know, guilt fucking hit him. Dude. You know what I mean? And then all of a yeah. sudden he's like, Whoa. Well, see, that happens to a lot of people. Yeah. Like that, that's the story that happens to like a lot of serial killers too. They get that moment of weakness where they let somebody in. Like let somebody know what they what they've done. Mm-hmm. And that's you know that gets them caught. Right. You know a good example of that man is you know the um the co-ed killer Ed Kemper. Yeah. He basically, he basically turned himself in after he killed his mother, man, because basically he's like they're never gonna fucking catch me, and 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 if and if I don't get caught, I'm just gonna keep on fucking killing. Yeah. So he kind of like I'm I don't know if it was remorse. Or what it was, or maybe all the women he killed represented his mom. You know what I mean? And he killed her, so he's like, "Well, fuck it, I'm done." Yeah. But like, it seems like you know, you're right. They kind of have this one moment. You know what I mean? Yeah, they have like a moment of clarity, then try to do something, and then like now, see, the psycho comes back. You know I mean? wonder how, like, how much of that of him being a reverend came into play with that. You know what I mean? Like trying to square that up. Oh yeah, trying to square. Yeah, trying to or square even up with God. Like, mm-hmm. If God, even saying yeah. God told me to do ass. it, he could have even been like, "Well, I'll say God told me to do it, and then everyone, be, you know, they'll go lighter on me until you realize that wasn't going to happen." 
Yeah, and then yeah. he's like, yo, I didn't do it. Yeah, yeah no, I'm just Because y'all yeah. motherfuckers are going to put me in prison for the rest of my life or hang me for it. Look at, I mean, I think something like this, if you are convicted, you should be murdered, probably. For sure. If you're oh, guilty, yeah. of course. Well, yeah, I mean, like, you know, I like I'm going to be soon, bro. Like, you know, take them out. <laughs> take them all out. There's too many people. Yeah. If you kill thinking. one person, they can't take that kind of hit to the population. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got to start slaughtering entire bloodlines. There's already yeah. so little of them. <laughs> but I mean, you know, dude. What is it with these fucking, you know, these reverends? You're like, why are they all like fucking diddling children? I don't get it's it. It's not all of them. It's, uh, cat. is it Catholics, right? They keep getting caught. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it has to do with their, like the way the priests are set up. Yeah. Well, let me tell you this. Any religion tells you to swear off sex. Just perpetuates I mean, that. All right. Mm. It's a distraction you know, in my life. But, you know, I mean, unfortunately, man, see, this is the fucking crazy part because, you know, nobody's ever been arrested or sentenced for these murders. And, and it, like today, you know, 100 and what, 10 years later, it's still so a cold case. Yeah. yeah. It'll never be solved. So basically, no. this is like a, you know, it's a too late river, now, dude. Like any, any black dahlia, you know what I mean? Like, any real yeah. evidence has either been degraded over time or lost or mishandled. I mean, there's no fucking way they'll ever yeah. find out. Yeah. Man, at this point, ever. it's like it's a cold it's case. All, it's all theory. It'll go down in history yeah. as a cold case. Yeah. You'll have somebody coming up trying to act like they know who did it. But, well, yeah. Mm. You always got them, what, like them, not them think tanks, but, you know, like those ex cops. You know, with you know, with their buddies with criminology, or even like the uh, yeah. the yeah. true crime authors who think they've solved it, that kind of thing. All right, I mean, I mean, now it's it's more of this like hobby kind of shit. You know what I mean? Because there is like, yeah, I know there's like a retired Velisca detective or something like that. That you know, this is like his thing after retirement to fuck with. You know what I mean? Where he's well, trying to get to the bottom of it. I'm like, what fucking new evidence could there possibly be? Yeah, 112 years, 110 years later, man. I mean, there's none. <laughs> there's none left. There is well, left. I mean, dude, yeah, there's none I mean, left. this house is actually open, right? To the public, like you could rent the night out. Yeah, you can do that it with his own website too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. Yeah, it sure does. You know, man, that that'd be actually kind of cool. Well, see, hmm. yeah, like we've already I, said, I'd go. over a hundred years later, you this believe house is it. still up and standing, and the guy who owns it now. Has spent he spent years restoring it back to uh, period accurate. Yep. So he he removed all modern uh, amenities like, out of it. Right. Yeah. He put up like the proper wallpaper. He went out mm. and bought time period specific. Yeah. Like everything and all that. Yeah. So he Man. made it like a nice house looking like run down and like. Yeah, poorly like, built. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> like, like, come spend a lot of money, and you still got a shit in our house. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah he we did. don't he have took no the bathrooms out. He, there's we an actual outhouse. Sorry, dude. <laughs> like that's. I mean, I got to draw the line somewhere. Yeah, there's. <laughs> like, you know he what has I mean? the one thing he has in there that's modern. Is he has an AC in the second floor? Oh, okay. I, I like, don't even bother. bother. So like, so we got air. We got central air, but we don't got fucking running toilets yeah well the only reason he said he put because it's not connect it's not even connected to the um the power lines the house yeah he has the ac unit connected to a by an extension cord oh my god goes into the next house over that is the most white trash thing i've ever heard in my life (laughs) well the only the reason he's like some trailer park is because no the reason he said he did it was He's like in the summertime. Yeah, you oh, can't sure go up hot. there. It's so fucking hot. You can't go up there, and he needs. Oh, yeah, I guess we have like people staying tours and, and, yeah. yeah, okay. I that's get the it. only reason why that's up there is just to kind of take the edge off the heat in the summer. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not going to take the edge off what happened to that place. I can tell you, no, it's definitely no. <laughs> but um, but the house has actually become like a hot spot for paranormal activity. Surprisingly enough, even though it's got AC. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It doesn't usually happen. Yeah. <laughs> like, what happens when those like paranormal investigators are up there? Are like, it's a cold spot. It's like, well, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you don't hear the AC running, yeah. dumbass. <laughs> Yo, unplug it's, the extension cord. It's fifteen hundred BTUs, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is a beefkeeper four thousand. Yeah, up here, man. Like beefkeeper. <laughs> I think that goes hand in hand with your <laughs> rock hard theory. <laughs> That's what I call but, my butt. <laughs> the beef freezer, the beef keeper. Yeah, the beef keeper. Oh, the beef keeper. <laughs> oh, that's fucking hilarious. Oh my god. <laughs> Do you have like a beef keeper like outfit? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's fucking dope, dude. It's like a pair of assless chaps. Yeah. That is a, that's a hot way to live. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> now some of the stories that come out of this house from the people who resided in over the years you know following obviously following the murder right has reported seeing like shadow figures standing at the foot of their bed holding an axe that's fucking scary dude yeah that's super scary did they wake up to that yeah (laughs) i mean that's really like i don't know i kind of find that a little suspect I mean, wouldn't you expect to hear something like that? Yeah. Dude, okay. So, like, if, but, it, if it was fake, I mean, especially or something if you're or like, like stage. How the fuck do you stage a shadow person at the end of your fucking bed? Well, you, see, here's the in thing: the night, too, is that this isn't the only night. kind of story That's that has point. like the killer was in the house, like shadow person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean like ghost, mm-hmm. even though the killer didn't die there. It was like such a traumatic event. He was like sentenced to be that. There it was forever. like imprinted. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Okay. You know, and other people have see, reported seeing shoes filled with blood. Now, this goes back to during the killings. Apparently, a shoe got filled up with, like, just filled with blood and was knocked over by whoever was killing the family. Mm. So, at okay. least that has a, a sense of the, why. You know what I mean? Right. Yes, that, that, that seems super. Seems super random. Yeah, yeah. Like when I saw the blood. with blood. Well, just that there'd be like a ghost of a shoe filled with blood. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, there's even been, the closet doors have been known to open and shut on them by themselves. Yeah. So there's I a lot this. of things going on. Yeah, I saw that on a paranormal show about that place where like you can hear like and they like hear like a hand hitting the door. And yeah, you see the yeah. fucking door slam shut. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's fucking creepy. And you know for sure there's nobody in there. You're like, okay, okay man. Yeah. That, that's super fucking weird. Well, no one that's always been disturbing. I don't care if you hear it in a movie or in person, but they've heard sounds of children throughout the house. See, like that, it's scary he- and heartbreaking simultaneously, yeah. man. It is. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's creepy, but like you said, heartbreaking. Yeah. Especially knowing the background. Yeah. Yeah, knowing the, yeah, knowing the backstory. Yeah, that's fucking sad, dude. <laughs> like, all, all, no kidding about it, dude. That's yeah. fucking sad. That's just I, mean, I will tell you, dude, if I'm in a house and I hear fucking kids running around like creepy fucking kid noises, mm-hmm. and, I'm, and I know I'm there by myself, yeah I, yeah, I don't know how I would fucking deal with that. Well, I feel like you you can't tell them I don't believe in you, and then they're just they're gonna leave. Yeah, <laughs> you know? like, yeah it's like yeah, I don't believe in ghosts. Oh, sorry, we'll go. So, yeah, we're like, oh, our bad. Oh, we didn't know you were a skeptic, man. Maybe you yeah, should have we'll said bounce. that. You know what I mean? My bad. Don't worry about us <laughs> getting fucking. I mean, we, we might be dead, but we're we're reasonable. Look, right, we well. don't want to push you know our beliefs on <laughs> you. you know what I mean? like, we're not that kind of ghost. You yeah, know we're I mean? not like, that kind. Of, yeah, we're an all inclusive ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not like the ghosts of like Jehovah's Witnesses. You know what I mean? We're not <laughs> yeah, gonna try to push it on you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, there's even been a an occurrence with a man who used to live in the house and he was sharpening his knife. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, like all of a sudden, the knife pretty much did a 180 in his hand right. and sliced his thumb open. Mm. Now he said it was as if someone had taken a hold of the of the handle. And cause the knife to come at him. Damn, man. I tend to think maybe he might have been a little fucking tipsy. 
and he was sharpening his fucking knife coming back and forth, you know, on the sharpening stone. I mean, I don't know, man. Well, no, it was, yeah, it was like, I mean, like, I, like, I get the, what you're saying. The knife, knife, like, and yeah. the whole thing, flipped. the blade spun in his yeah. hand and sliced his hand open. But why would it like, you know, I mean, you're going to tell me that dead ghost is going to be like, I'm just going to cut your thumb. Well, I think it's just uh, what he had because it was like coming at feeling, him. Yeah, I, I think he got he, he got the feeling it was, was trying, trying to do to... more than just cut his thumb. It's yeah. just what happened. That's just where yeah. it hit. It's all yeah. got. Yeah. I think it's kind of how he was trying to explain it. Mm-hmm. No, that's how he was trying to explain it. Essentially, like he like thumb blocked it. <laughs> One, two, three thumb wars. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> Hard to win if you yeah, don't like have that, a thumb, buddy. Yeah, that, like that, <laughs> two finger push up shit. Yeah. <laughs> but dude, there's even been there's even a story about one night when a family who was living there. What like how do you tell somebody good job if you don't have a thumb? Like without that, like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I don't no, get it. But no, you got two thumbs, <laughs> you know, you use the other thumb. Good job, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just, there's no fucking thumb there. Why are you raising your fist at me? Bro? Like, oh, just do you want to scrap. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a there's a story of a family that w- that was living in the house. And apparently now this reminds this story reminded me a lot of the um Pavelia Island mm-hmm. where they moved in, they ran out of the house screaming in terror and moved out the same day. And that's never ca- came back. That's very Amityville. Yeah, it is. Well, see, remember that story from Pavelia Island when the family bought it? And moved oh, there, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that very story. Next day. Yeah, I forgot about that story on there. I'll tell you what, dude. If you buy a fucking house like Pavelia and you buy an island and you bounce the fuck out the next day. Yeah. I mean, fucking something terrifying happened. Why are you buying yeah. a house on an island where like hundreds of thousands of people burned? With the most deadly plague known to fucking mankind. Yeah. Makes no sense. It's like, why would you, you know. In an insane asylum. Where an, an entire could, family was They're just slaughtered. reliving their goth ears, man. It doesn't make any fucking ears, sense. You know? Yeah. Like, yo, see, you want to okay. know how hardcore yeah, I am? Like, I, I can I see, like. The bubonic plague island, motherfucker. Yeah, I can see, like, <laughs> Marilyn Manson buying that out. You know, that island. But not, like, a regular fucking, like, Italian family. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I mean, I, okay, I get it. Dude, they're like, no wonder why we got well, that fucking island. It's, so yeah, remember that, dude? Like, but they were a rich family. Yeah. And, and considering for an island, an island, they got it pretty fucking cheap. Yeah, yeah it was cheap. The, the the state wanted it off their hand, off their books. Yeah, they're like, here, it's your problem now. Dude, I feel like the three of us can pool our money together and buy that island right now. Like, nobody <laughs> wants to fucking live on that island. <laughs> like, they're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> but even like this house has had some. Even um, like paranormal investigators, such as like the Travel Channel's Ghost Adventures, which is a guilty has, pleasure of mine, I yeah. will admit. And they've come; they've actually been; they've actually captured EVP, and it stated, "I killed six kids." Well, that should first off, that should be a guilty pleasure because that dude is fucking ridiculous. He gets more ridiculous. This is why I like him, <laughs> dude. I've seen the episode you're talking about. And I ain't lying, man. Every time he says, I'm like, please let that axe fall. Please let that uh, axe fall. <laughs> like, because of his fucking stupid haircut. Yeah. But, uh, it's like, yo, yo, you with your fucking douchebag fucking Ed Hardy shirt. <laughs> I mean, like, there was some shit in like that episode, though, man. Like I said, was pretty fucking creepy. You know what I mean? Like, it was yeah, pretty I mean, nuts. I've, I've like, seen some episodes do where I was like, whoa. Well, like we were telling that story yeah. about the guy with his with the knife and the thumb and all that. Yeah. They brought in that episode. They brought in two girls that used to live there, and it was okay. their dad that that happened to. Oh, really? Yeah. And you could see in those in those women's eyes, man, like they were fucking visibly scared to be in that. Yeah, house. they wanted nothing to do with it. They did yeah, not want to go I've, in yeah, that I've fucking seen that house. Episode, man, and you're right. They visibly, you could tell they were visibly uncomfortable, uncomfortable yeah. in that house. They did not want to be in there, man. The one more than the other. But, like even the one that was kind of brave, like had to sit down for a second because it was yeah. it was just like <clears throat> beating her, you know. What I mean, like with I don't know, ghost energy memories of it, or I guess. whatever. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but the other one, you was like fucking trembling and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, she couldn't be there. Yeah, 
she had to go outside and smoke cigarettes and she never smoked a day in her life. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it was intense. You know? It's like, this is how bad this place fucked me up. <laughs> but, you know, the accounts continue to this day. Well, yeah, but... Yeah, a lot of people still yeah. come and they claim almost... They claim a lot of the same things. Right. So it's not like a ghost came up to talk to them. Yeah. You know, the, really the only time I ever saw anything was the shadow figure they you know which i think is almost up with scarier new... than a ghost you know what i mean like yeah. seeing like an apparition i feel like that's almost scarier you know yeah, i mean because a lot of times we like hear like a story about like oh i saw this ghost like there was like detail like it looked like you yeah. could relate to it you know what i mean but not like a fucking shadowy yeah almost silhouette of a person you know what i mean yeah. like, oh my fucking god <laughs> where it's yeah, like it's, it's vague scary. but it's yet it's a person yeah you know what I mean? Well, plus, where it's darker than the shadow night, people you know aren't I mean? exactly known to be there to be friendly. That's true. Or ghosts, there's a good chance they don't even know you're there. We got right. shadow yeah, people see, know see you're our, there. See our shadow people episode. Yeah, yeah, we, go we know that. you're detail. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the and that's see, that's the thing. Like, in a certain sense, you know, I mean, they did. You know, supposedly they did get an EVP saying I killed six kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, like a lot they of were in I there think, when that happened. They were in there with the cop, the retired cop, and who doesn't believe in that shit anyway. They were in there with them when they caught that. But see, that's what I'm saying. And with the EVP thing, sometimes I think you hear what you want to hear. Yeah. Oh, I sometimes, think a lot of it is that. Sometimes I think it's a little indecipherable. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I there mean, there are sometimes where it's pretty fucking clear. There are sometimes where it's it it kind of gives you the a chill you know what i mean you're like oh god <laughs> like, yeah fucking scary man i couldn't imagine like hearing that with my own ears you know but like the folks that like are going to this like to Villisca and like staying the night like you're there hoping to have some kind of experience something you know what yeah. i mean like you want to have it you're there for it you see, see I mean? that's my thing Which, man. i mean even in but even you, on you that end disappointed if nothing happens you know absolutely well, see, even even you're on that end devastating though, yeah is that when you want that to happen, a lot of people say that's the people who usually end up getting something because they open themselves up. Yeah. They're more willing. If you're wanting to, to if you feel want it, it to happen. Yeah. They're more yeah. willing to feel the energy, to see the apparition, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. I, think I mean, I don't know, you know, because I remember one time me and my wife were actually were trying to make plans to go and spend the weekend up in Fall River. What is know, that? At, the, at the Lizzie Borden house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but I mean, you Listen, know, just say you're afraid to do it. it it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. You, this it's is gonna be open and honest. And, and it came down to money. <laughs> but I mean, like, do the ghosts do their thing every night? If it's a residual, or is it just when people are there? If it's residual, it's, I think it's like, does it like continuously day. like this yeah, never like ending loop? Yeah, it's like a loop. Yeah, sometimes it's like one day of the year, which would been like when they were killed or they died or whatever happened. Yeah, like yeah. the anniversary. And sometimes, or whatever. yeah, and sometimes it's just a loop. It's every single day that ghost, that apparition walks down this hallway every at this time. Day. Yeah, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Then you have so like I guess if intelligent it's ones. Goes. If it's intelligent, it can come and go as it pleases. It'll yeah, show it shows itself when itself it wants. As it, yeah, exactly. When it feels like it. When it wants to. So it can manifest. So, At like, low. even if you're there investigating, and it's it like, doesn't nah, have to show guys, itself. It, yeah, it's it can, not going to show itself. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't have, to. have to show itself. If it doesn't want to. Yeah, it's conscious, essentially. You know what I mean? To a certain it's, extent, it's like sentient. You know what yeah. I mean? It does have like a mind of its own, essentially. You know what I mean? Like, it's still the person. You know what I mean? It's just they're not in like a meat suit anymore. Yeah, they're, they're just not in a beefkeeper. Usually, they're like super <laughs> angry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not particularly. <laughs> that is your new just, fucking name like, process the rest of time. That is your <laughs> just process. It took him a second. It took him a second that. to realize. I just want you said. to know for the rest of my life, I will call you Beefkeeper <laughs> for the rest of my life as often as I can in as many public places as possible. Like, <laughs> how's it going, everybody? <laughs> Back with another episode of Gameberry Podcast. Yeah. My name's Tim. Here with Tim and Beefkeeper. Yeah. And Rock Hard Beefkeeper. <laughs> yeah. The Rock Hard Beefkeeper. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> That's how you know the show's not really scripted. <laughs> yeah, <because it's> not- <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're like, I, I scripted that out, and you're like Ron Burgundy. You're just like, you're going to read whatever's there no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only way that happens. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, that's Velisca, man. And that's uh, some serious shit happened at this place, dude. Yeah, it was fucking terrible, man. Yeah. Especially for the children. Dude. You know, like I you said, like... as, fa- as, as parents. Yeah. Dude, that's fucking heartbreaking. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm hiding yeah. a little bit of the, of the hurt I have for those kids in the show right now. You know what I mean? But like yeah. deep down, man, it's, it's, it's soul crushing. It is to think about, you know what I mean? You're just like, Holy hell. I don't know. How, I don't know how a person does it, man. No, I don't get it. Not the children. No, <laughs> no. I, I like, mean, I like the know. caveat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, not the yeah. kids. Well, I wouldn't give parents, a fuck about man. The, parents about live their lives, bro. You know what I mean? Parents at that point, they pretty much lived a good chunk of their lives. Yeah, right. I mean, their hopes and dreams were gone when they started having kids. Yeah. Well, like, you got to be very careful yeah, when you have those caveats, you know, because, like, Jewish boys are, are men at, like, 13. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you had to be very careful. Yeah. <laughs> you know, pick and choose. <laughs> 18 and over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Acceptable. Yeah, I don't mind you fucking slaughtering people 18 and over, but, man. If they're 17 and three quarters. Yeah. <laughs> you leave them alone. You piece of you shit. Just skated on by, bro. <laughs> you piece of shit. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for joining us. And uh, as always, you know, we love you very much. Thanks for joining us again. And uh, we'll see you next week. See y'all later. Everybody have a good one. Thanks for joining us.